you're single, you're living in Thailand right now. I mean, how much do you think you could get away living there on, on Phuket per month? If you, if you were one person? One person and you're like, you know, yeah. Well, I think one person could probably live as low as maybe, maybe like, 20 25,000 baht per month All right so today we're heading over to Phuket in Thailand with Louise Henshaw Louise is from New Zealand, another amazing and beautiful country. She's like living the dream, going from one beautiful country to another. But Phuket, <laughs> I've never been to Phuket, Louise. I've heard, you know, I've seen the pictures. It is just astonishingly beautiful. Um, what, how did you tell us a little bit about you and how you guys found your way over to Phuket? Okay, so um, firstly, I'll just correct you a little bit on on the name. It's Phuket. Phuket. Um, okay. Yep. Yes, and um, the way the, what happened is way back in 2000, 2006, we made our first trip to Thailand. So we'd mainly because we were from New Zealand, we'd mainly been to Pacific Islands, Australia, places like that. We'd been to Bali a couple of times. Um, I'd been to Hawaii. Um, places like that mm. but we had friends that said let's go to Phuket and I came and I didn't expect I, I was a real Bali lover mm. and I didn't expect to fall in love with Phuket but honestly from the first trip that we made I, I fell in love with it it just it's just got everything on offer the beaches um, the people are, are beautiful people the prices are amazing um you know the resorts are wonderful everything you could want is is here really and um the weather of course it's always warm and um i'm a real a real uh, lover of the heat so yeah that was a real draw card as well and yeah pretty much from there on in I, we came to thailand i would say at least once every two years mm. um right up until covid and we actually had a pla planned trip to Koh Samui in Thailand um, during COVID that, of course, was cancelled. Um, but, yeah, during um, one of our numerous lockdowns, because New Zealand was the second most lockdown place in the world, mm. um, decided to run away. And we did run away to Phuket for four months and um, fell in love with it even more while living here. So went back to New Zealand for about eight months um, and uh, couldn't settle back in so yeah came back October last year and here we are <laughs> that's that's awesome so tell what like you've been to all these amazing destinations around South Southeast Asia when you think of like when you say Bali and and other locations but you chose Thailand uh Phuket what is it about Thailand and Phuket that sets itself apart from the others that you found um, for us, I mean, we are traveling with our daughter who, who is almost 16. So we wanted somewhere that could offer international schools. Okay. Um, and 
and that may have um, other children her age and, and from other countries, you know, that she was familiar with. Okay. Um, we also, um, when we came over here to live just for four months and during COVID, we fell in love with Muay Thai, which is yeah. uh, a martial art that they practice here. We, we just really fell in love with it. It's very addictive. And um, that was a real draw card specific to Thailand. Um, and I, I, I don't brilliant. know. I mean, it's kind of, um, you know, you get all the great things about Thailand, the Thai people and the villages and, um, and the bartering and a lot of that kind of thing. But if you're used to the comforts of the Western world, Phuket, can offer that as well so it's kind of the best of both worlds you know I mean you can go other places in Thailand which are more probably authentic Thai but here you know especially if you're traveling with children I think you've got a bit of everything on offer and you know we live in a beautiful villa um, that's I mean, they call it Balinese style, funnily enough, but yeah, it's more of a, like a Western standard rather than a traditional Thai home. Mm. Um, and, you know, everything we need is here. Yeah. Um, and also I, I mentioned when I was um, meeting you before that we actually discovered pickleball um, mm. as a sport here in Thailand. I mean, you, you'll know pickleball's the, the fastest growing sport in the US. Yeah, and, yeah. Um, and around the world actually and it's um it's amazing and that's how we've made our social connections here wow. through so that's been really awesome and there's um a lot of courts and a lot of access to those things that we enjoy so yeah those those were the draw cards for us yeah very cool yeah not long ago they just they just built um and put in a couple of pickleball courts within walking distance from where i live here it's like it's all it's everywhere man it's like it's it's like you said it's all over the world so you guys had to get a visa when moving to to phuket what kind of visa did you get what were the the costs and the requirements to obtain that visa so with um thailand you can obtain a retirement visa if you're 50 years old and there are criteria like um financial criteria we we actually got our visa in new zealand before we came to thailand you can do it that way or you can obtain it once you're in the country um and there's slightly different criteria for the different paths mm -hmm. um the reason that we chose the path that we did is if you get it within Thailand, you have to put 800,000 baht, which yeah. uh, I know that equates to about 35,000 New Zealand dollars. So you'll have to do the math on that for your okay. lease. Um, uh, it, that has to go into a bank account for two months in Thailand to season before you apply for your visa. Okay. At, you then have to leave it in for another three months after you get your visa, and then it can only go down to 400,000 baht. So basically, you have this amount of money that has to be in a Thai bank account that's tied up, and you can't, you can't use it. You can't um, go under a certain value, and it's just stuck there doing nothing. Because we obtained our visa in New Zealand, we could prove our funds coming into our bank accounts in New Zealand without the having to have the the lump sum amount here in Thailand. Oh wow. Okay. Um, 
yeah, I mean, we still had to prove a certain amount of income into our New Zealand accounts for mm. the prior year. Um, but yes, we didn't have that need. So we just bring our money in every month as I required see. rather than having that lump sum. Yeah, so so there was that. I mean, we had to get um, a police report, um, you know, things like that. I can't remember the entire list of paperwork, but it was all pretty stock standard stuff. Yeah. What is the what is the amount per month that you have to show um, that you you the, the the amount of income that you show per month? Uh, it is sixty five thousand baht. Okay, month. each month you got to show that. Is yes. that standard throughout? I mean, for any expat that's interested in moving to for uh, the retirement for the retirement yes, visa, sixty five yeah. baht. Yeah, sixty five thousand baht. Okay. Um, yeah. Yeah, I, I believe that's pretty standard. But because um, my husband has the retirement visa, I have a visa that basically I'm a dependent of him and so is my daughter. So we, we have separate visas, but we don't have to show the financial amount of money. So okay. we, it's, only, it's only, you know, it's for the whole family, that amount. Sure. Okay. Yeah. And right. I mean... We actually need more than that to live on, so that's um, not a problem to, to yeah. show that coming in. So we showed that in New Zealand dollars to obtain the visa, and then if we want to renew it past a year, we have to show that for the prior month. We we uh, for the prior twelve months, we've been bringing that into a Thai bank account. Okay. So we need to renew the visa. Yeah. Okay, great. So then you guys moved there. You needed to find um, a rental. So what are the what are the rentals going for? What range did you find of, of decent, comfortable rentals that you can get in Phuket? Yeah, well, they, I mean, it's an interesting thing because Phuket's quite a quite a sizable island, so it depends on where you choose to live. We we've chosen to live in the south of Phuket, which is quite popular with expats. So there's a big expat community. Okay. Um, and, yeah, I mean, when we came during COVID, it was quite easy to find accommodation at a reasonable price. When we came back, of course, the world had opened up and um, particularly there'd been a huge influx of Russians and um, the the um, rents had sort of skyrocketed. So, um, yeah, we, we, we're in a really nice three-bedroom, three-bathroom pool villa with a swimming, its own swimming pool. So, it, I mean, it is really nice. And we are, um, I'll tell you, in US dollars, we are paying about 1,600 US dollars per month okay. for that. So it's not outrageous. I mean, that includes the water, the internet, the cleaning, um, mm. and, the, and the linen, including the changing of the linen and the cleaning of the linen. So, um yeah, but, uh, you know, depending on your requirements, you could go and get a, um, so, so that is 60,000 baht per month, if you're, mm. if you're talking Thai baht, but you could go and live in a two-bedroom apartment um, in, a, in a complex that had a shared swimming pool and maybe a little gym or something like that, probably from between 25 to 40,000 baht. Okay. So, so it depends 
what you're looking for. And, and then if you were willing to live in a, a Thai style house, that was just a simple home with no swimming pool, you can get things as low as, you know, 18,000 baht. Okay. And that's about the so, lowest you think? Um, yeah, I mean, there, there are, there are really basic, like one bedroom, um, you know, r really yeah. basic things for say maybe 8,000 baht you can get down as low as, but that would probably be for more your single young people that are, um, not going to be spending too much time at home. Yeah. Um, yeah. Yeah. Okay. But yeah, there, I mean, that, that's a wonderful thing actually about Thailand and even in Phuket. I mean, Phuket's probably the most expensive place in Thailand to live. Yeah. But you still can live cheap here if you wish. Yeah. It really just depends on what type of lifestyle you wish to have. And, you know, if you're willing to live in a basic um, accommodation, you can still have a an awesome life. Like if I was 20, I mean, I'd, I'd happily live in one of these 8,000 baht accommodations because you can still eat and drink like a, a king or queen. Yeah. And it, <laughs> life is pretty cheap, you know? Yeah. So, yeah. It's well, just, that... you know, you know what it's like when you get to sort of 50 plus, you're, what you're willing to live in is a little bit different, and especially with yes. children. Yeah, for sure. The, uh, yeah, it sounds like the, there's so many. Uh, options over there that it's very accommodating for any traveler who wants mm. to live in Phuket. It's a really accommodating area. Definitely. Yeah. Mm. And, and there's all the trappings of, um, you know, they have movie theaters and shopping malls and things like that. If you, if you want that, but mm. you know, you know, normally we're eating in Thai style basic restaurants and, with our feet in the sand and things like that, you know, you, it's just the best of both worlds in, in my opinion. Mm -hmm. So what do you pay? What do you, what are utilities? Um, when you think of water, electric, even Wi-Fi, all that included, what do you pay per month for that? Well, that is all included in the rent. The, oh, the, only, okay. the only thing that is um, not included is, is the electricity. And okay. the, ele the electricity is, is quite well I mean it's comparable to home actually which surprised us but you are running like in our villa here we're running quite a few air conditioners and things like that because it, it's been really hot it's been sure. really really hot so yeah for um power we've been spending about 200 us dollars a month okay but that is running a three bedroom three bathroom villa yeah. with um air conditioners and and a swimming pool so yeah mm -hmm. um okay and are the groceries uh are they right um rising in cost like they are here in the u.s or are they pretty affordable per month there i mean they have had inflation here too but not not to the same extent as we have in new zealand and in the u.s and they just don't seem to have suffered it in the same way yeah. um it, you know, groceries are pretty cheap, but it depends because if you want foreign food, it's expensive. So okay. with us traveling with a child, you know, she wants quite a few things that we're used to eating at home, like cheese and yogurt, yeah. things like that. Now, that's, those things are expensive here. But yeah. if you're eating um, a fruit and vegetables are cheap and, um, you know, bread and things like that, 
was really cheap. So yeah, it really just depends on, I mean, we, we, we spend about um, less than $300 US a month on groceries because the majority of our eating is dining out because okay. dining dining out so so cheap i yep. mean we, we we have a favorite restaurant here that we go to and we we get our um our meal rice and um a drink each and it costs um the uh, costs like 15 dollars new zealand which i don't know that'd be about 10 dollars us yeah and that's for the three of us to go out for a meal wow. so it's it's not even worth cooking in you know yeah, and that's so the 300 is a combination of the groceries you purchase as well as um, the restaurant costs. No, that's that's groceries on top of this. So dining out, we spend about 700 US dollars a month. So okay. the, the combination of the two is probably about a thousand dollars a month, but that's okay. for the three of us. Okay. And that's, yeah, dining out at least once a day, quite often twice a day. Okay. Nice. So you guys are really exploring all of the, the, the culinary scene around there. Oh, definitely. I mean, yeah, yeah. Definitely. I mean, I just can't imagine going home and having to cook. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Exactly. How do you guys get around? Did you buy a car? You got a scooter or? We did buy a car and we have a scooter, but so we hire our scooter. Our scooter costs us um, ten thousand baht per three months, okay. so um, so that's only like a few dollars a day. Um, my car, we we were renting the car, but um, we decided because of the length of time that we're going to be here, we decided that it was just sensible to buy one. And um, my husband actually flew to Bangkok because you could get better deals up there, and he found a car and drove it back here so yeah we we paid about 190,000 baht for like a second hand Mazda 2 yeah um, and it's a great little car for around here how much but, do you, uh, can you rent that for were they charging you to rent it um about 14,000 baht per month okay yeah so so you I mean, when if you're going to be here a couple of years or more, you soon sort of pay for that, and then you've still got the car to sell at the end. Right. So, yeah, it just seems sensible, really. Okay. What are you What are you doing um, for your family with uh, healthcare? Um, we have insurance. Um, okay. Actually, as part of the visa, um, my oh. husband had have quite uh, um, extensive policy um, and we my daughter and I didn't have to for the visa but we we chose to um, have so so we um, have insurance with a company called Pacific Cross and um, that costs us about uh, 2,800 New Zealand dollars per year for the three of us okay and we do we did opt to have quite a big um like we'll pay the first like thousand dollars of any cost because we we really only have it in place for any big things i mean we can afford to pay for any small incidences along the way but if someone needed surgery or needed to be in hospital for 
a few weeks, that's when it really gets expensive over here. So um, yeah, it's more for that kind of thing. But um, yeah, it's quite an extensive policy, covers mm -hmm. much everything. Yeah, okay, great. And the, um, have you had any issues with having to go to the doctor or? Uh, yep, my, my husband, um, he had a basal cell carcinoma removed in New Zealand okay. before he came over here. And so he wanted to go, he felt like it, his face was still a bit lumpy. So we got recommended to a skin doctor here and um, at Bangkok Hospital in Phuket. And um, he went and yeah, was a really great experience. We, we've, oh, we've been we've been to uh, about three hospitals here actually, and the that they're amazing. The hospitals here are amazing. The 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 um, staff, the the speed at which you get seen, mm -hmm. the staff are wonderful, and they're really attentive. The the um, the care is really good, and the hospitals are clean, beautiful. Yeah, well maintained. Mm -hmm. I feel more comfortable in the hospital here than I do in New Zealand, to be honest. Wow. Wow. That's great. I mean, they are private hospitals. So I guess, you know, perhaps it's not fair. I'm, I'm comparing our public hospitals to the private hospitals here. But yeah, there's certainly no no problem with the mm -hmm. care that you get here. Nice. Okay. And what do you, when you guys, um, when you do things for fun, like entertainment, what do you do for entertainment? What do you do? And what, and, and what is the, you know, like if you think of going out or going to a movie or participating in some kind of activities or events, what can people typically spend in a month to do those things? Yes. Well, let me just quickly refer to my spreadsheet because I do have pretty much everything covered on here. Okay. And um, yeah, we... We allow about 200 US dollars per month for fun activities. Oh, okay. Um, yeah. And we, I mean, we don't go to the movies very often. We actually went to the movies just the other night because we've just come into rainy season. So occasionally it's nice to have a rainy activity. And yeah, for, for the three of us to go to the movies, it cost uh, about... 25 New Zealand dollars. So yeah, I guess I've got probably about 18 US dollars. Mm -hmm. um, yeah, so actually cheaper than it is at home. Um, yeah, but for fun activities, I mean, there's so much to do here. And um, we we actually went ATV and zip lining hmm. last nice. month. Um, we, like there's paragliding on the beaches, jet skiing, um, we've been to the elephant sanctuaries. Um, also, there's um, long boats just down the road from us that take you out to the islands. Um, that's a really cheap, awesome, fun thing to do. Mm -hmm. And um, yeah, yeah, things like that. Also, sometimes we just get in the car and take a drive off the island because the island is connected to the mainland by a bridge. Mm -hmm. So and, um, it's only about an hour and a half away and you can be in Kowlak and an hour or two after that, you can be in Krabi. Yeah, so there's just so many things to do. That's um, yeah, one of the things I love about Phuket is we definitely have a lot more family time doing fun things together. So yeah, yeah, we definitely keep a budget for that every month. Nice. And if you, 
um, the, I'd be very interested in going to some and exploring some of the islands, jumping on a boat and doing that. How much does that cost to get on a boat where they can take you to these these different islands where you can explore and um well we go down to railway and just hop on one of the long boats so the long boats are pretty rustic you know they're thin skinny open long boats yeah um with a little outboard sort of motor on them but they basically you rent the boat for about 1500 baht, which is uh, about 70 New Zealand dollars. So I don't know, what was that like 50 US dollars? And um, you, as many people as you can fit on it. So you can fit about eight comfortably on a boat like that. So that's oh, wow. what it would cost for all eight people to wow. go um, out to like Coral Island and the nearby islands. If you want to go further afield to, to places like PP or Panga or places like that, I mean, it's more expensive and it depends what type of tour you want. If you know, if you want a speedboat tour, that's a bit more upmarket and comfortable, you know, you'll, you'll mm -hmm. get more into the probably, I don't know, 90 US dollar gotcha. mark. You might get some fruit and water and things like that as well for that. What is the name of the town where you guys go to get, um, jump on the longboat? Rawai. So that's R-A-W-A-I. R-A-W-A-I. Okay. Yeah. And, do me, and just send me, good. send me like a message of the other islands that you messaged or you mentioned so that I yeah, can, sure. I'll, I'll type those out so that the people can read them as well. Um, yeah. That sounds like a blast. And I mean, do you, do you, People probably just go out on those boats and just snorkel all day or dive. Can you dive from the boats as well? Yeah, I mean, I you wouldn't dive from the long boats, but they've okay. got they've got diving boats everywhere here. Like diving's huge here. Yeah, uh, yeah. There, there's a lot of um, dive expeditions all the time. In fact, we had friends join us over here from Amsterdam when when they um, we, we were here during COVID, and they went on like a three or four day diving excursion where you live on the boat. And um, yeah, yeah, there's lots of cool things. And there's snorkeling all around. Um, yeah. yeah, yeah, it's good. I mean, right right now we're in what they call monsoon season. So we the, the way the winds come in and the tide comes in, the sea gets pretty rough mm. um, between, between like May and um, October. So it's not so ideal conditions for snorkeling and things like that on, on the West coast. Mm -hmm. um, but yeah, yeah. I mean, you can take a drive off the Island and go East coast and it's totally different again. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. So overall for a family of three, what do you, what have you totaled as far as how much you, you, you spend per month? Um, so between five and six thousand US dollars per month. Okay, is what is what we are spending. Now I, I would say that we live um, like we don't we don't. Um, it's not an extravagant life, but it's not a frugal life yeah. either. So, so somewhere in the middle, you know, we we do. I I keep an eye on the budget and things like that, but but we didn't come here to live less than we do at home. Sure. So we, we wanted a better lifestyle. So, um, yeah. Uh, yeah. So that would be the mid range, I would okay. say. 
And on the yeah. low end yeah. of it, for for if you were Louise, if you were like solo, you're single, you're living in Thailand right now. I mean, how much do you think you could get away living there on on Phuket per month? If you if you were one person, one person, and you're like, you know, yeah. Well. I think one person could probably live as low as maybe maybe like 20, 25,000 baht per month. How much is that? Which if you, well, I know in New Zealand dollars that that would be about $1,000 to $1,200. So you, I don't know, it, it maybe like 800 US dollars or something like that as a single person, you probably could. Yeah. Like, and that would can, be, and that would give them a, a, an experience on Phuket where they could go out to dinner and do some entertaining, you know, and live in a comfortable um, one bedroom. That would be it would be a very basic life you know they they would be um living in a really basic accommodation for that they would be eating thai food all the time um and yeah i mean they probably wouldn't be you know huge alcohol drinkers for that you yeah. know that maybe yeah. a moderate drinker willing to eat fried rice most of the time that kind of thing <laughs> but sure. yeah yeah, yeah. I mean, I, I know a couple that um, live here um, and, and they're doing it um, for significantly less than us and are living a nice lifestyle, being able to go out and play sport and things like that. So uh, the, it really, the, it, it can meet all budgets, I think, yeah. depending on, 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 I think accommodation is a big one. You know, you sure. can alter yeah. your budget a lot by, by um, you know, what you're prepared to pay for uh, your accommodation. I mean, my husband and I often say, actually, if in the future, if we're traveling without our child, I, I think we could at least half our, our budget. Yeah. Tra traveling with the child definitely adds to the expenses with education and what they're willing to eat and the activities they want to do and, you know, things like that. So, um, yeah if you were just a couple or a single person that cuts that down a lot yeah okay and has there been any has there been any unique experiences that you've had since you you've been there like a special experience or something that surprised you that was just wow anything like that, that i mean I, yeah it's interesting because i honestly I mean, I know this really sounds kind of a little bit fake, but I have to pinch myself every day. Like our whole life is well, and I, I, I feel extremely grateful. Like I, I, we are really living the dream, and sometimes you have to remind yourself because it's just become sort of normal daily life now. But I mean, it's just an exceptional place, and and yeah I don't know it, the fact that you can go down the road and jump on a long boat and go over to an island and drink coconut fresh coconut and um, go down and eat a fried rice a beautiful chicken fried rice for, that's that's about three dollars and uh, I don't know it, everything about the place is as well I, I I just think it's become our norm yeah. you know yeah, yeah. 
and um and and you've just got to remind yourself that um yeah I mean everything's fantastic yeah you sort of caught me off guard there I can't think of any m massive standout moments but yeah there's so many watch um watch my YouTube for more <laughs> yeah that's what I was going to say so you have a YouTube channel too um, what's the name of it it's Lulu and Jay L-U-L-U the, the and J-A-Y and um, Jay okay I think there's actually a couple of people called similar, but if you look out for um, for the Thailand, the Thailand series, you'll um, escape to Thailand. Um, mm. That's us, and um, yeah. a bit of an amateur, but um, learning all the time and getting better. So yeah, and and that's a great record of everything we've sort of done since we've been here and and why we came. Yeah, well, I subscribed. Man. The 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 uh, one the the one you you sent me something and i thought it was spectacular and um footage you guys did a great job you got a great youtube channel oh thank you thank you yeah. my, uh, my husband's a good drone pilot so that helps. i saw that <laughs> yeah i was really impressed that's very cool well yeah. what, kind of, what kind of drone is he flying uh dji mini pro okay yeah i got a dji too those are sp they're spectacular oh, they're, they're amazing yeah, yeah, it just it's next level. Yeah, it sure is. Well, Lu Louise Henshaw, thanks so much for taking the time to share all this information and be on the podcast. No worries. Nice to meet you. Nice to meet you too. And um, and I'll be in touch and let you know when we're gonna we're put this up. But it's a just a pleasure to meet you. And thanks again for doing this. And I'll send you the island information. Okay. <laughs> all right. Take care. <laughs> Awesome. Thank you. See you right, later. Bye. Yeah. Bye. Thanks again, Bye. Louise. Yeah. Okay. Bye.